I've been researching and creating this series for months, yet ever since Corona, I created some makeup tutorials, yoga videos, TikToks, even a few Sim series stories, which are really fun. You should check out our Disney Princess Challenge playlist on YouTube. Uh, search Geek Responsibly Podcast. So to this, I say, I'm a chicken shit. I am not going to overcomplicate this anymore. Through this series, I will be going through popular or maybe unpopular TV shows, movies, video games, and books to discuss a character's backstory, what archetype they may be, where we are first introduced to them, how I emotionally relate to them, again, how I emotionally relate to them, so it's my opinion, and how they progress within the story, and does their archetype change throughout the series that I'm consuming. You can definitely comment below um, on a character so that I know your opinions and we can collaborate. Welcome to Geek Responsibly Podcast, where I am your host, Jenna Clark. You can catch me live on Twitch and make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you're alerted when a new episode comes out for your listening pleasure. Let us dive in. I have been talking about this concept since Geek Responsibly Podcast was an idea. Finally, I got sick of researching and asked myself, what are you even doing? which I then responded with, I'm a chicken shit, Jenna, and have been distracting you with unnecessary research. Well, not today, Jenna, not today. Here's the psychology of fandom. I realized in 2010 that I kept watching, um, let us just say less than decent TV shows. And I also found um, that I was really drawn to certain movies and playing simulation games, which I still do, with similar drama patterns, scenarios, etc. Like we are talking teenage high school drama, he said, she said, etc. During this time, I was still in the health and wellness industry and working with a hypnotherapist because I was in an extremely abusive relationship mm, patterns and I wanted to understand why I was so depressed all the time. Gosh, Jenna, you're an idiot. During a session, I confessed to her that I was addicted to the secret life of an American teenager. Yep, I know. I already warned you. These were less than par shows I was watching. I could not seem to stop and then drama was so comfortable. Her response was to journal after watching an episode. So I love to write. I already journal. So why not? I'm in. As I finished the episode, I pulled out a journal and began describing the episode to my surprise... I started connecting parts of the show to my past and present situations. What the? It was at that moment I was able to realize past traumas that were causing current situations. While watching, playing, or reading a story, we are connecting to it in some way, even if we are not aware or in touch with it. It can either be the visual aspect, the story itself, a character or multiple characters, or the desire to just have a specific character trait that someone is portraying. 
but Jenna, how do I know how I'm emotionally connecting to a character? Easy. Pay attention. What are some ways that you like to practice learning about yourself? Mine is journaling. Some like to discuss their feelings after watching something and some absorb actions and use them day to day. Hopefully they're not abusive. Through the series, I'll be going through popular or maybe unpopular TV shows, movies, video games, and books, etc. to discuss a character's backstory. What archetype they may be uh, when we are first introduced to them, how I emotionally relate to them, again, how I emotionally relate to them, my opinions, um, and how they progress within the story, and does their archetype change? So what the hell is an archetype? In Jungian psychology, a collectively inherited unconscious idea, pattern of thought, image, etc., universally present in individual psyches. And how does this relate to our psychology of fandom? So Carl Jung theorized that humans use symbolism to understand complex concepts more easily. Jung believed that over the course of all time, for people, certain paths to greater understanding remain both recognizable and timeless. These paths give a greater understanding and should be categorized. Furthermore, they exhibit personality traits that are easily understood. While there are a variety of categorizations of archetypes, Jung's configuration is perhaps the most well-known and serves as the foundation for many other models. Hence, psychology of fandom. Because it's either books, TV shows, movies, and video games. Take Harry Potter for an example. We have a young boy. He is feeling out of place. He is an orphan and then he sets off to a journey to Hogwarts. He meets a magician who guides him and he ends up learning about himself, his world, etc. Blah, 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 blah. So the archetypes are the following. I'll put them in categories of the journey aspect. So preparation for the journey. You have the innocent, the orphan, the warrior, and the caregiver. Then the journey continues. Seeker, destroyer, lover, creator. And then they return. You have the ruler, the magician, the sage, and the fool. I'll go ahead and describe some character traits for this, uh, these archetypes. Instead of the deep dive I was planning and researching for months for some reason. So we'll start at the beginning. First, the innocent. The innocent's goal is to remain in safety. Its fear is abandonment. Duh. The response to a problem is to deny or seek rescue. And its task is discernment. Its gifts are trust, optimism, and loyalty. Man, I've described so many people. Next is the orphan. Its goal is to regain safety. Fear is exploitation and victimization. Its response to problems is powerlessness, wish for rescue, cynical compliance. Task is the process, pain, and disillusionment fully and be open to receive help from others. And its gifts is interdependence, empathy, and realism. On to the warrior. The warrior's goals is to win and make a difference through struggle. Its fears are weakness, powerlessness, impotence, and inepti ineptitude. And an enemy. 
ineptitude. What does that even mean? All right, I'll check that later. Uh, response to the problem is to slay, defeat, or convert it. Its task is to high-level assertiveness fighting for what really matters. The warrior's gifts is courage, discipline, and skill. Bringing us to caregiver. The caregiver's goals is to help others make a difference through love and sacrifice. Its fear is selfishness and ingratitude. A caregiver responds to problems by taking care of it or those it harms. Its task is give without maiming self or others. And its gifts are compassion and generosity. And our journey is becoming real. We now have the seeker. The seeker's goals is to search for a better life or a way. Its fear is conformity and becoming entrapped. Um, wow, this definitely sounds like some of my friends. A uh, response to a problem is to leave it, escape, or take off. Um, the task of the seeker is to be true to a deeper or higher truth. Its gifts are autonomy and ambition. The destroyer. It's, the destroyer's goals are growth and metamorphosis. Its fears are stagnation or annihilation, death without rebirth. It responds to problems by destroying it or be destroyed by it. And its tasks. Learn to let go, turn it over, accept mortality. Its gifts are humility and acceptance. The lover. The lover's goals is bliss, oneness, and unity. Its fear is loss of love and disconnection. It responds to problems by loving it. And its tasks. Follow your bliss, commit to what you love. Gifts are commitment, passion, and ecstasy. The creator. The goals of the creator are creation of life, work, or new reality of any kind. Fear is that it's inauthentic, miscreation, or failure of imagination. The response to its problems are accepting that it is part of their self, or part of what one has created be willing to create another reality. Its task is self-creation and self-acceptance, and its gifts is creativity, identity, and vocation. Which brings us to the return, the ruler. The ruler goals are harmonious and prosperous kingdom or life. Its fear is chaos, loss of control. It responds to problems by finding its constructive use. Its task is to take full responsibility for your life, find ways to express your deeper self in the world. Its gifts is responsibility and competence. The magician. This always reminds me of Merlin, but the magician's goal is transformation of lesser into better realities. Its fear is evil or sorcery. Its response to problems is transform it or heal it. Its task is alignment or self with cosmos. 
Its gifts is personal power. And the sage. Goals are truth and understanding. Fear, deception and illusion. Response to problem is to study, understand, or transcend it. Its task is attainment of knowledge, wisdom, and enlightenment. Its gifts is skepticism, wisdom, and non-attachment. And lastly, the fool. The fool's goals is enjoyment, pleasure, aliveness. Its fear is non-aliveness. Response to the problem is play with it or play tricks on it. Its task is to trust in the process, enjoyment of the journey for its own sake. And gifts are joy, freedom, and liberation. That doesn't sound so bad. Now, hopefully this wasn't so overwhelming, and I'm glad that I dumbed it down, even for myself. <laughs> and I cannot wait to get this series started. If you have a specific TV show, movie, video game, book, or whatever that you would like me to review, throw it in the comments below. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you know when a new episode is up for your listening pleasure. Come join me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Genesis. And most of my social media handles are I am Jenna Clark. Until next time, always remember to geek responsibly.